This call is being recorded. Good morning and Happy New Year. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning, Valacita. Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Happy New Year. Thank you. You're welcome. Happy New Year and good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else is on the line? Happy New Year and good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Happy New Year. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who's on the line? Happy New Year. This is Roy. <laughs> this is the finisher. How are you? Happy New Year. Morning. Thank you for calling and Happy New Year. Good morning, Yvonne. Happy New Year. Oh, thank you so much. Happy New Year. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. Happy New Year, sweetie. Thank you. Good morning. Happy New Year. This is Pam. Good morning, Pam. Happy New Year. Happy New Year is Nikisha. Happy New Year, Nikisha. Thank you. Happy New Year to you. Good morning and happy new year. This is Diane. 
Good morning and Happy New Year, Diane. Good morning, Valerie. It's a great morning. Yes, it is. Yes, indeed. Good morning and Happy New Year. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valacita. Hey, family. Happy New Year, Lisa. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. Good morning, family. Happy New Year. It's Dondria. Happy New Year, Dondria. Good morning and Happy New Year. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. Happy New Year. This is um, Rochelle. Is it Rochelle? Yes, ma'am. All right. Good morning. Happy New Year. Thank you for calling. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Happy New Year, Valacita. It is sunshiny, Krishanda. <laughs> Good morning and Happy New Year, sunshiny, Krishanda. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Happy New Year and good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute, and we'll go ahead and begin the hosting. Good morning and Happy New Year. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to join us daily in January for the monthly theme entitled Pursuing God. You don't want to miss the messages, teachings, lessons, and heart shares that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declares. There are no announcements today. Also, there are no new prayer requests from the app. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be done by Tanya. The declaration will be done by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments, which will be hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be done by Tanya. Declaration by Dion. And closing comments will also be hosted by Dion. The scripture today is Matthew chapter 3, verse 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. 
May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to Tanya. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Father. We thank you, Lord God, for another day, another year, another decade. Thank you, God, that you blessed us to cross over. God, we magnify you and we thank you because you are great. You are high and lifted up. No one compares to you, our God. Thank you because you are Alpha and Omega, our beginning and our end and everything in between. God, we want to thank you for your love. We want to thank you for your peace. We thank you for your joy. We thank you, God, that you supply every single need. We thank you, Lord God, that you give us the desires of our hearts. God, we thank you for this opportunity. We don't take it lightly. We thank you that we have a mind to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness so that all these things that we desire, that we need, can be added unto us, God. Thank you for your faithfulness towards us. In spite of the fact that sometimes we blow it, in spite of the fact that sometimes we don't get it right, thank you, God, that you don't give up on us. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Lord Jesus, we lift up the sick and the afflicted to you, those that are in hospitals and long-term care facilities, and as well as hospice, God. We thank you for their caregivers. We thank you for the medical staff, medical administrators. We thank you for all of those technicians that um, handle the, your people, the people of God, and even those that don't know you as part of their faith. We ask that you please put your phone on mute until we ask everyone to join us for corporate praise. Please put your phone on mute. Thank you. God, we magnify you and we thank you, Father, um, for those that care for those that are sick, um, those that, that those that are caretakers. We thank you, Father, for giving them strength. We thank you, Father, for giving them capacity in the name of Jesus. We pray for our government officials from the federal to the local level, God. We thank you, Father, because the heart of the king is in your hands. You cause it to turn just as the rivers. We thank you, Father, that nothing happens without you knowing it. In spite of what it may look like, in spite of the fact that it may look like things are out of control, Father, I thank you that you are in control. Nothing gets by you. Thank you, Father, that we can trust you. Hallelujah. Thank you that we can lean on you and can, we can depend on you, Father. We lift up those that are incarcerated, our loved ones, our friends, our and relatives. Father, we thank you for the, their protection. We thank you, Father, for those that have been given the assignment to minister to those that are incarcerated. We thank you for peace in those various institutions, whether they are local institutions or federal institutions. We thank you for the administrators there. We thank you for the for the guards, the um, correctional officers, Father. We thank you for the families of those that are incarcerated, especially our children who don't understand. Thank you, Jesus, that you would encourage them, God. Thank you, Father, that you would bless them to be in a position 
uh, to hear from their loved ones, to see them. Lord God, we thank you and we praise you that the gospel can be taken anywhere. Uh, hallelujah, God, we magnify it. We lift up those that um, the married couples, Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you gave them a mind uh, to to uh, to enter into holy matrimony. God, we ask that you would give them a mind to continue to allow you to be the head of their life, to allow you to be the center of their relationship. Lord God, when there are challenges, we thank you that they, you give them a mind to seek you, not not necessarily their friends' opinions, but to seek you. And though there is safety in a multitude of counsel, I thank you, Father, when they make that decision to do so, that they find individuals that are um, that are that are that understand what it means to counsel. We thank you for individuals that understand what it means to hold one's confidence. So that they don't share um, the individual's personal business, Lord God, but that they have their confidence and that they give them good, godly advice. God, we lift up our children to you, our adult children and our minor children, God. We thank you for, for blessing them. We thank you, Lord God, for giving them capacity. Those that are yet in school, we thank you, Father, that you give them capacity, that you bless them to absorb the knowledge that they receive, that they absorb it like sponges. Father, we lift up our adult children who are working, our adult children who may even be in school. God, we thank you and we praise you for blessing and protecting them. Lord Jesus, we lift up the singles, those that desire to, to have a mate. We thank you, Father, that they are getting ready, Father, so that they can stay ready until the time comes that you bless them to identify their mate, their, those individuals that have been assigned to each other's lives. We thank you, God, because you're amazing. We thank you, God, because there's none like you. We thank you, God, because you're omnipotent. We thank you, God, because you're omnipresent. Now, Father, some have made resolutions. Some have set goals. Some have um, created vision boards or will be doing so, whatever the case may be. We thank you, Father, that first they put you, they put you first that they seek you first, not necessarily tangible things, but they search and seek out those things that are intangible. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, that you give them direction. We thank you, Father, that you give them the, that you give them the mind to seek you, God, and to seek you first. Father, we bless your holy name. We thank you, Father, that we're not caught up in the, the fad of uh, setting New Year's resolutions, but we press toward the mark of the high calling. Hallelujah, that we don't give up, that we don't give in, that we give that you give us a mind to get in the press. And when things look a little shaky, when things are not going the way that we want to, that we don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, but that we get in the press, Father, that you give us the mind to continue to go, that you give us a mind to continue to press so that we're not so easily um, thrown off, we're not so easily distracted. Hallelujah. We thank you for the mind to dig in. We thank you for a mind to, to continue to search out those things. Hallelujah. And empower the Holy Spirit by, by being obedient and giving him the permission to lead us and to guide us. Thank you, Jesus.
You're such a wonderful, wonderful father. You're a good, good father. We bless you and we magnify you that, number one, we can call you Father. We bless you and we magnify you that we can call you friend. Hallelujah. A friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Oh, God, we magnify your great name. Hallelujah. There's none like you, Lord Jesus. There's none like you, Lord Jesus. Father, we lift up those that are homeless, that don't have a place to lay their head, that are out in the elements today. Ah, God, we thank you for sending relief, Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we magnify you that we're not counted in that number. Hallelujah, but we have shelter this morning. It may not be what we want, but God, we thank you. It is what we need for right now. Oh, we thank you, Father, for expanding our territories. We thank you, God, for expanding our tents. We thank you for capacity. Hallelujah. And when you do so, Thank you, God, that we won't be selfish with what you've given us because you didn't give it to us just to please us, but you bless us with abundance so that we can be a blessing to others. God, we thank you. Hallelujah. For the promises. Your promises are yes and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, that we can depend on and trust you that you'll that you will supply every single need. Thank you that you are the God of abundance. Your word says that you're able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Hallelujah. According to the power that works within us, we thank you that it has nothing to do with us, but everything to do with you, God. Thank you, Jesus. God, we bless your name today. Hallelujah. We bless your name. Thank you because you're great. Thank you because you're marvelous. Thank you because you're magnificent. Thank you because there's none like you. You are splendid. You are beautiful and perfect in all of your ways. And God, as we take our phones off of mute, hallelujah, we lift up our highest praise to you. Hallelujah, we lift up our praise to you because you deserve the glory. You deserve the glory. We bless you, God. We bless you, we love you, God. We love you, Lord God. We bless you, Lord Jesus. We extol you, We love you, God. We worship you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. But God, I get happy away because of you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord.
not only sustained us, but he has blessed us and kept us this far. So I just wanted to say happy anniversary. Um, I also want to say happy new decade to each and every one of you. I am ecstatic about what God is doing in this season. Um, I'm going to teach from, from three places this morning. It may sound like a lot, but I promise I make it all make sense. And God has absolutely given a word. But before uh, we end the call today, I am going to decree uh, an impartation word, a word of impartation, um, something that the Lord gave to me the day before yesterday, but he told me to decree it over you because it's not my word. It is the word of the Lord for this season for all of us. Um, I believe that if he does it for me, he will do it for you. Um, a lot of times he won't allow me to share some of the things that he gives me, but I'm excited and encouraged, as a matter of fact, persuaded uh, to declare and to decree some things over you in this season. This is not that. Hallelujah. Um, so we are talking about pursuing uh, in this starting month of this new decade, we're going to uh, develop a tithe on this year uh, with great expectation, with the anticipation that not only is God shifting some things in the atmosphere, but I believe that there will be um, an exponential display of his power simply because of your faithfulness because of our faithfulness as a collective group of believers, um, knowing that it is him who is the author and finisher of our faith, and only he can bring anything to pass. So uh, my, the very first part of my share, I just want to give you a few practical things to take in to 2020. Uh, it is not super deep. It is extremely matter of fact. And then uh, I'm going to go over to Luke 22 and give you some additional um, keys and principles to not only go forth, uh, but to go forth with the expectation uh, of what it is that God called us all to. Amen. Amen. And so 2 Timothy 2 and 22 reads simply. So three youthful passions, hallelujah, and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace along, listen to this, along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart, along with those who come with a pure heart, listen, have nothing to do with foolishness. Ignorant covetousness, you know that they breed quarrels, and the Lord's servants must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, able to teach, patiently enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant them repentance, leading to knowledge of the truth. And they may come to their senses uh, and be spared 
of the devil after being captured by him to do his will. So I want to give us some pieces that will lend to our responsibility as believers. Notice he did not say flee uh, sickness. Notice he did not say flee uh, fornication. Notice he didn't say any of that. He said flee your youthful passion. So technically what he said to us was grow up right? And that our responsibility is to pursue uh, five things, righteousness, faith, love, and that's, that's three major things. And then he told us to do it with folks, mute your phone for me, with those who call on the Lord from where? A pure heart. So there are four things we're responsible for. We're responsible for um, number one, pursuing him in righteousness, pursuing him in faith, pursuing him with love, pursuing him, uh, pursuing peace, and we have to do it from a pure heart alongside folks that have the same objective, the same agenda, the same mindset, the same derivative, the same origin, the same posture. And so I want to talk just a little bit about righteousness. And so what we know about the truth of righteousness is he made us righteous, righteous which means that we have to stand under the wisdom of his counsel. We have to stand under the truth of who he already declared we are, which means that in this season, in this new decade, in this new year, we have to own who we are. We have to stand flat-footed and declare the works of he who sent us. We have to stand with an unapologetic posture, knowing that without a shadow of a doubt, our faith makes us righteous. So mind you, he told us to pursue, chase after these things, chase after knowing who you are, chase after believing without a shadow of a doubt, chase after the number one thing, which is love, chase after peace, which means that we're abiding under the shadow of the wings of the Almighty, chase after having a clean and a pure heart and making sure our hands are not muddied by life situations and circumstances. But then guess what else he told us, y'all? He told us to remember accountable, to stand under the auspice of a great cloud of witnesses, according to Hebrews, the 12th chapter. He told us that we have some responsibility in this thing, in pursuing what he already declared for us. Isn't it ironic that it's 2 Timothy 2 and 22, where he makes this declaration of what we are to pursue, what we are to chase down, what we are to magnify in our lives. He didn't say magnify how we feel. He didn't say magnify what we're thinking, but he said magnify what you know to be true as it relates to being connected to a great and unfailing God, what it means to be tied in, latched in, tapped in, so to speak, to the God of our salvation, what it looks like for everyone to know that the God that we serve cannot fail. I know some of you um, 
uh, similar to myself, had one heck of a year, uh, may have had one heck of five years. I've had a heck of six years. But guess what? We're still standing, and I'm standing under the truth of what he's already said about me in his righteousness. I believe him beyond my own capacity. I love without walls intentionally and deliberately, sometimes overstepping, being mistreated, sometimes overstepping, uh, being misunderstood, sometimes overstepping uh, people not getting that God has a plan that's greater than how I feel. And so what, what does it look like to pursue righteousness? It means that you have an active, avid relationship with God, not with church. It means that you've made a decision to dedicate your life, not to chasing after the things that make you happy in the moment, but chasing after the things that will carry you into the truth of his eternity. In the, into the truth of his reality and how he already feels about you. You don't have to do anything extra. All you have to do is own what is. That is his righteousness because of who he is, is our trough, is our gift. Now I'm going to take you over to Luke, the 22nd chapter. Um, and we're going to break this down just a little bit. This morning I heard, uh, uh, don't throw your weight around. Don't throw your weight around. Some of you guys may be in business or trying to build an online following or even a, a, an in-person following. Um, be very careful in this season that you allow the presence of God that he has given to you through simply saying, yes, God, I agree with who you are. Yes, God, I agree that this is my life. Yes, God, I agree that I am pursuing righteousness, faith, love, and peace with all people from a pure heart with those who you've set before me to travel with, God. And it says, but Jesus intervened. Kings like to throw their weight around and people in authority like to give themselves, mute your phone for me like to give themselves fancy titles. It's not going to be that way with you. Like you ain't doing that, cuz. I'm gonna need you to chill because what'll happen is everything that you are will speak for itself. Listen, let the seniors among you become like the juniors. Let the leaders act the part of the servant. Who would you rather be? The one who eats dinner, uh, or the one who serves the dinner. You'd rather eat and be served, right? But he's, this is Jesus speaking. I, but I've taken my place among you as the one who serves. And you're stuck with that. Um, and you've stuck with me through that and through the thick and thin, right? Now. I confer on you the royal authority my father conferred on me. Conferred means to be um, given, handed, or betrothed a thing, right? And so now it says, listen, you stuck with me through thick and thin. Now I confer on you the royal authority of my, that my father conferred on me. So you can eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and be strengthened as you take up responsibilities, get this, among the congregation of God's people. Um, I'm going to read a little bit further, but I, I need you to get this. 
So even though we are excited about the clean slate or the idea of it being a new year or a fresh decade, there are still some responsibilities that we will all have to bear in carrying the weight of the truth of the knowledge of Christ. Um, I want us to leave this morning feeling empowered, but also feeling accountable, accountable to who's connected to you, accountable for what it is that God is calling you to, knowing that it's not necessary for you to be high-minded in the process. God is about to take us up, but we also have to be um, very mindful that it will never be necessary for us to throw our weight around. You know you're great because he made you great. You know you're wonderful and you know your thing, you know your job, but at the end of the day, there's a level of humility that we're going to take into 2020, not only to get the job done, uh, but to set the standard, to set the bar, because we're doing it, remember, from a pure heart, right? And pure hearts are not puffed up. They are not proud from a place of love. Love is gentle. Love is kind. It's soft-spoken. There are things about what love encompasses that we will uh, not only attempt to embody, but we will violently pursue after. Amen? And so now it says, after he's given us that same authority, remember I said that he's, he made us righteous. There's nothing you can do to make yourself righteous. The only thing you can do is stand flat-footed and walk in the righteousness that he's already placed on you because of the blood of Jesus. Amen. So now you, you, you'll be able to eat and drink at the table of the kingdom, right? And be strengthened as you take up responsibility among the congregation of God's people, right? So get this. Now he says to Peter, uh, who was at that moment called Simon, Simon, stay on your toes. Stay on your toes. Don't slip up because it's 2020. Don't get juiced and uh, think that, okay, all, all is fair in love and, and trying to gain. But at the end of the day, you got to stay vigilant. You got to stay aware. You got to stay present in the second, not in tomorrow, not in the day before yesterday. But you got to learn how to stand in your now. Simon, stay on your toes. Satan has tried his best to separate all of you from me, like the chaff or the chafe from the wheat, right? Listen, Simon, I pray for you in particular that you don't give up or give out. When you have come through the time of testing, turn to your companions and give them a fresh start. I believe that God is declaring in this season that he's giving us a fresh start, but he wants us to go into this because see, we've been here a while. We've been doing this a minute, even for those of you that are new to the call. I know you didn't just get introduced to Christ the other day, but there are some things, there's a refreshing that's happening. And I want to, as Simon was called to, I want to tell you that right now you have a fresh start. So the first thing we're going to do is 2 Timothy 2 and 22. We're going to grow up. We're going to get our minds right. We're not going to be wah wah Christians. We're not going to be crying and whining all the time, but we will pursue, right? We're going to chase hard after. Put your, your tennis shoes on, honey, tie them jokers up and get ready to run hard and fast. Amen. And so now he says, um, he said, after the fresh start, and then Peter had the nerve to say, uh, boss, I'm ready. I'm ready to do anything with you. I'll go to jail for you. I'll die for you. And then Jesus said this, check this out. <laughs> 
Listen, I hate to tell you this, girl, but before the rooster crows, you will have denied me three times, right? I have no desire to be like Peter. Right. Peter taught us a great lesson of what it looks like uh, to have a heart and a mind technically to chase after God, to really in, in his heart of hearts, he, he really wanted to do uh, the right thing. He really wanted to uh, follow Jesus to the end of the road. He really wanted to uh, uh, stand fast and tall because, you know, Peter was kind of thugged out. Similar to your girl. Right, Peter was kind of hood with it. Peter would fight at the drop of a hat. But at the end of the day, look, look, he said, you don't have as much heart, right? Your bark is not as big as your bite, or your bite is not as big as your bark. You making a lot of noise. I hear what you're talking about. I, this is not the season for lit, right? This is not the season for us to be uh, declaring one thing. And then at the end of the day, when God brings us to a hard place, being terrified of what will happen in the end. You guys have watched my whole entire life. I have told you, listen, honey, the whole hounds chases me down. Not chase, they chase it. They chase me down They hard and fast. But at the end of the day, what I've learned is that every single time they come after me, when I turn around and start chasing them, guess what they do? They take off running. Right. And so in this season, we don't want Jesus to have to say, listen, I'm, I'm praying for you that you don't be a punk at the end of the day. Right. I'm praying that you're not sheepish and that you're not talking a whole bunch. But at the end of the day, when it all boils down to it, I don't know him. I don't, I don't know what he's doing. When you get in a hard place in this season, because they're coming, I, I need you to be clear. Hard place is coming. <laughs> right? We got a new decade. We got a fresh lease on life. He even said and declared that we'd have a fresh start. But this this time, this time when when hard times come, this time when struggles or trials come, this time uh, when your husband ain't acting quite right, this time when your children aren't looking like you think they should look. See, this time in this season, in this new decade, honey, when the winds of life blow and the water uh, begins to quake and the earth begins to shake and it looks like it's been midnight for six months, this time your faith won't fail you because this time, we're going to chase after what it is that God said. We're going to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. This time, when you feel like crying or complaining, you're going to look for somewhere to serve. This time, when you feel like life is getting the best of you, you're going to find a, a person to sow into and encourage so that you'll be lifted up on the inside of yourself. This time, uh, the enemy, when he comes in like a flood, won't stand a chance because, see, now you're going to turn around and face the stuff that was chasing you. You're going to turn around and declare to the enemy and his camp. You're going to start every single day opening your mouth, declaring and decreeing, I am the righteousness of God. I've made an active decision to pursue him. I've made a choice to chase hard and fast after love because guess what happened, y'all? After we perfected faith, that the word of God says, perfect love cast out all fear. See, one of the things I recognize about Simon or Simon Peter is that there were some elements of love that he missed. That's what'll make you fight real quick. 
That's what'll make you ready to uh, pop somebody's ear off. There's a place of empathy that's missing. And so I even declare and decree this morning that your empathy will be heightened above measure, that you'll begin to consider someone's history before you determine their destiny in that moment. You'll begin to be sensitive to the things of Christ and you will pursue peace with all men. I know they probably falsely accused you in the last season. Guess what? They're going to do it in this one too. But guess what's going to happen that's different than in 2019 and 2012 and uh, 2009? See, in this season, you're going to be like, oh, child, it, it, it ain't personal, but it's personal, right? And so listen, so then he said, and then Jesus said, uh, uh, when I sent you out and told you to travel light, to take only bare necessities. Did you get along all right? And yeah, Peter, and was like, yeah, guys, we, we were cool, right? We, we, we was kind of straight, actually, right? And then he said this, this right here, check this out, this is different. Now, I know everybody's saying my troubles are behind me, honey. Don't you let nobody sell you a bunch of wolf tickets for free. They're not even going to pay you to believe that lie. Guess what the word says? Get ready for trouble. You hear me? When you go up from one level to the next, trouble is your test. Trouble is the thing that you have to trump in order to get to the triumph. Trouble has to come because if you can't be tested, you can't be trusted. I'm not fooling with you if you can't go through. I'm not fooling with you if you ain't brought your checkbook because everything costs something. Every single instance of great cost, relentless, uh, unfailing, undying, uh, uh, it costs some courage that you don't even know you got in your purse, sweetie, that you don't even know you got in your billfold, uh, bruh. Every single thing costs something. The question I want to ask you in 2020 on this first day, January uh, 2020, I want to know, will you pay for it? Now, listen, then he said, look at what you'll need. That means you need to start looking around for what you need to take with you. Right? Because see, this part right here, the promised land uh, does not come without problems. But guess what? I got great news. For every single problem, there's a promise. For every single problem, there's a promise. Hallelujah. So you need to consider your expectations going into this season. What man builds a house and does not consider the cost, right? Per the word. So listen, there are difficult times ahead. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying this for you to be sad or frustrated. Don't trip, right? Get this. Look, look what he said. At, at first, she was walking around flossing. At first, you were walking around uh, feeling like you were absolutely covered. See, but in this season, because we already know that we're the righteousness of God, it's the coat we're going to wear in this season. Because we're chasing after faith, because we're chasing after love, because we're chasing after peace from a pure heart with a whole squad. See, you, you got to make sure that you got ride or dies with you. I'm not talking about uh, ride or try, because, you know, sometimes you'll connect yourself with people who ain't got your back, but they believe in your cause. 
You connect yourself with people who ain't got your back, but they they believe that at the end of the day, uh, you know, I might gain something from this. There might be some opportunities around you. Check your circle. Check your squad. Check motives and agendas. Check hearts to make sure that their heart looks like your heart. I'm going to pause right here for a minute. I was talking to um, my sister the other day, good good friend, and we were talking about someone that had done something to them, right? But at, at the end of the day, I was talking to, matter of fact, two folks, uh, someone that had done stuff to them, that, <laughs> that the infringement was not uh, anything other than personal, right, and petty, and silly, and simple. And, and so in that process, one of the things that you will learn as you begin to grow and be stretched is you usually end up in the place of apology, even when people have done you dirty. You usually have to do what Second Timothy 2 and 22 says, so flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness. Grow up and put on the coat I already gave you. Get your mind right, quit tripping, and allow them to see you stand in his righteousness, right? And so then, then he goes on to say, oh, wait, let me, let me finish this piece. Long story short, they took the initiative to apologize to people um, that had infringed upon the relationship. On um, people, uh, they, they took the onus. They took the responsibility. Remember I said in 2 Timothy 2 and 22, right? So we have to right that god would grant repentance for the mother folk i'm gonna give y'all some room <laughs> but i but i'm gonna set the standard with this one right here because this one right here has a greater responsibility to absorb see when you're a leader there are certain things that you have to uh kind of uh, uh revival would say it like this lead from the middle you think one way of who you are i see who you are but i'll let you think that and i'll live what you think you are from this place. We, we don't have to exchange the sentiment. It's cool. I know who I am. I stand in the righteousness of who God already said I am, right? So now he says, uh, pawn your coat and get you a, 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 honey, get you something to stick them. You did? <laughs> get you something to fight real hard and long. See, sometimes in the pursuit, you don't got to fight. He'll give you instructions and let them fight themselves. But see, in this, you got to fight to stand firm and solid on who you are. That means that uh, that midnight phone call, instead of you answering, you send it to voicemail. That means uh, when uh, somebody mistreats you, you will have the, the unmitigated goal not to throw your weight around, but to put your head down and put your chin to your chest. And I'm not saying be shamed. I'm saying uh, operate from a place of humility, which is what Jesus did right the woman who was brought before him and look she, look at this hoe honey she has done x y and z jesus and guess what he did he got down on his knees and took uh, uh took and wrote in the sand never looked up at the folks that were accusing him because there was something about who he was that gave life even from his place even though he could have man i don't have time to put anybody down i'm trying to stay steadfast and immovable, always abounding in the work. And yes, I said her, child, because y'all know what it is. You know, we are all grown here, right? And so now 37 says this. After he tells him to put your coat, uh, 
uh, put your, uh, pawn your coat and get you a, a knife. He said, what is, what was written in scripture? He was lumped in with the criminals. Gets its final meaning in me, right? So, so people will take you and lump you in with a bunch. It's your responsibility to separate yourself from the crowd. It's your responsibility to not look like them, to not operate like them, to not think like them. And so as I'm talking to my, my, my friends, and these two separate people on the same exact day, dealing with the same exact set of circumstances, how do you know if you're walking with somebody that's like you? See, I know some folks. Um, that that would have said, honey, I'm not apologizing to them. I ain't saying sorry. I don't care what happened. And I, let me tell you, pride will make 18 fools of you. Pride will take you to a place you never meant to go and have you sitting there far too long. Somebody uh, uh, will be liberated because you have the power in who you are, in humility, and in, in the pursuit of the righteousness that you stand in, in pursuit of the love that God called us to, in pursuit of the faith that we are all ordained to walk in, in pursuit of the peace and the harmony that God gives us as believers, and, and we have to make active decisions. And so to hear both of them share the same sentiment, to hear both of them declare the same thing, let me know that they're not just somebody around. They don't have objectives and motives because at the end of the day, that last thing that's necessary is a pure heart and clean hands. Both of them said, here I go, I'm walking up to this one, I'm feeling like a straight sucker. Sometimes you gotta feel like a straight sucker to be a whole boss. You did like in real life, like you can't trip off of what your little emotions tell you, what your little fire night, simple thinking mind will say, I wish I was you. Honey, will you listen? I got eternity to live. You can do all of that. You can have it. Can you mute your phone? Whoever just coughed. You can have all of that. I'm not tripping off of none of it. Right, but at the end of the day, I have a responsibility as a kingdom builder. I have a responsibility as a kingdom liver to squad up. I want some bosses around me who will tell me, honey, you wrong as two left shoes. Don't say sorry. Or even, I don't care if they wrong. Don't worry about it. Set the standard. Right? Forgiveness requires moxie. Forgiveness requires gall, unmitigated, relentless gall. To do it like this, forgiveness means to love like it never happened. I ain't tripping. That, that's it. You, you done. You good. At the end of the day, you know what it is. And it doesn't matter to me because obviously what you have, I don't need. Not for this part of the journey. And it also helps me to identify who is and who is not part of my sex squad to go to the place that God already deemed I'm going. I got some stuff to do, and I need people around me whose heart looks like mine. I'm saying sorry. I don't care. I don't like you, though. How about that? Well, let's clear that right on up. I, I, I don't want to kick it at all. I don't want to go anywhere with you. I don't trust anything about you. But guess what? I know that in order for me to get to where I got to go, I even got to get over all of that. Try that. Right? And so then he says this. Then they said, look, master, two swords. 
And then he said, Jesus said, ah, shut up about them stories. Gone somewhere. It's cool. Make sure you got it with you. Right? Make sure you got it with you. But but we're not going to harp on the fight. We already know that the fight is fixed and the fight is finished. The fight is fixed and the fight is finished. The fight is fixed and it's finished. And at the end of the day, guess what? You win if you don't quit, y'all. <laughs> yeah, come on, right? Leaving there, he went. And he so, uh, as he so often did to the Mount of Olives. Now, now get this, this is going to be paramount in your progress. He went to the Mount of Olives, which was his secret place. It was like his closet. Do you have a Mount of Olives? Do you have a set time? Are we 100 days of God just ended yesterday, and we talked about uh, the place that we've set aside, the place that we've carved out for God to live there, the place where our petitions and our prayers are answered, the place where we can go to the courts and we can offer up uh, some evidence based on what the word of God already said about us. We can begin to share from a place of purity and wholeness. We can uh, talk to the Father from a transparent place. We can talk about how raggedy and ratchet our hearts are because remember the goal and objective is to pray from a pure heart right from a heart that is not full of junk and mess mad at your mama mad at your daddy holding somebody hostage to, to your expectations all the stuff that keeps our hands dirty and our hearts black i don't want no dark skinned heart no i'm just saying i would much rather live a free life right and then get this let's go so as he went to the Mount of Olives, which was his secret place, which means that you must have a prayer life going into 2020. Having a prayer life is going to determine your success or your failure. And guess what? That's why we call this the month of pursuit. Because he who hungers and thirsts for righteousness, right? He who comes after me, he who asks. You can't ask if you're silent. You can't ask if you don't have a prayer life. You can't ask if you ain't put it all together and laid it at his feet. You can't ask if you got to opt with your brother. You can't ask if you don't have the courage to forgive somebody. You can't ask if you don't got the, uh, 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 the, the moxie or the nerve to get over yourself. You can't ask if you're throwing your weight around because pride, again, will make a fool of you, right? And so... But, but after it says that he went to the Mount of Olives, he went to his prayer closet, uh, it says, and the disciples followed him. I need you to know that social media and the craze thereof uh, has a very prophetic nature. I say all the time that people are watching you. People are wondering how you'll operate under pressure. People are wondering how you'll handle when someone mishandles you, how you'll deal with how people speak of you, or uh, uh, if, in fact, you feel like something unjust has happened. Listen, God is a just God. Every single thing about him, the scales are always there. You've got to learn how to walk in your heavy. You've got to learn how to operate from your oily place, and you get that from going to the Mount of Olives, those people that are following you should be able to step in oil as you are proceeding on your path to promise. Those people that are behind you, because some folks is following you, whether you know it, whether you acknowledge it, whether you like it or not. Right? And then he says this. So now <laughs> we see that uh, 
uh, Jesus set the standard. He set the example. He let him know fights are going to happen. He let him know things are going to get in the way. He let him know the enemy wants to kill you. The enemy is trying to figure out who's who and what's what. The enemy wants to know who you've surrounded yourself with because if he can't get directly to you, he'll get directly to somebody you love or somebody you think had your back and used that against you. And then he said this, when they arrived at the place, I don't know about you, but I'm getting to the place. You do? I'm on my way to the place. And in the place, what we have to remember, what we have to hold fast to is that we don't give in to the elements of the world and its system. That we stay true to 2 Timothy 2 and 22, that we stand fast and firm on what he told us before he told us what he's telling us. Right. We have to understand that the enemy is coming and that he's going to try you, that there will be battles that you have to fight, but you have to make sure your heart is postured appropriately. You have to make sure your position is solid and steadfast. You have to make sure that you are not distracted by what you think you see. Right. And so that being said, that was Luke 22. 25 through 40. Go back and read it when you have uh, an opportunity to do so. Amen. And so finally, I'm going to read this and then we'll go into discussion. This is um, a decree that the Lord told me to declare and to decree over your life. Uh, for the year of 2020. And even though we just discussed the measures and the means, the, the, the matter of fact way that we're going to be victorious in 2020, when fights come, we're going to stand flat footed, grab that sword, and get it in. When we're not fighting, we're going to be making sure that we got people around us to insulate us with the truth of God's word. While we are being insulated by the truth of God's word, we're going to own that we walk and operate in righteousness. We're going to operate from a place of faith and not fear. We're going to love relentlessly no matter what it looks like, and we're going to occupy peace until he comes alongside uh, of those who are believers and like-minded folks, and we're going to do it from a pure heart. And as that being said, Isaiah 60 says, arise and shine for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth and thick darkness over the people, but the Lord rises upon you and the glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light, hallelujah, and kings of the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look about you. All assemble and come to you. Your sons come from afar and your daughters are carried on your hips. Then you will look and be radiant. Your heart will throb and swell with joy. Bless the name of God. The wealth on the seas will be brought to you. Uh, to you, the riches of the nations will come. Herds of camels will cover your land, young camels of Midian and Ephah. And all of the Sheba will come bearing gold and incense, and proclaiming the praise of the Lord. All Kadar's flocks will be gathered to you, and rams, Neboeth, will serve you. 
they will be accepted as an offering on my altar and I will abhor my glorious temple. Who are these that fly among the clouds like doves in their nest? Surely the islands look to me in the lead of their ships of Tarshish, bringing your children, hallelujah, from afar with their silver and their gold. To the honor of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has endowed you with splendor. Hallelujah. Foreigners will rebuild your walls and the kings will serve you. Though in anger I struck you, in favor I will show you compassion. Your gates will always stand open. They will never be shut, neither day or night so that the people may bring you the wealth of the nations, their kings led in triumphant processions. For the nation or the kingdom that will not serve you will perish. It will utterly be ruined. The glory of Lebanon will come to you. The juniper, the fir, and the cypress together to adorn my sanctuary, and I will glorify, glorify the place of your feet. The children of your oppressor will come bowing before you. All who despise you will bow down at your feet and will call you the city of the Lord, Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Although you have been forsaken, although you have been hated, with no one traveling through, I will make you the everlasting pride and the joy of all generations. He's talking to you, God. You will drink the milk of the nations, and you will be nursed at royal breath. Then you will know that I, the Lord, am your Savior, your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. Instead of bronze, I, glory to God, I will bring you gold and silver in the place of iron. Instead of wood, I will bring you bronze and iron in place of stone. I will make my peace your governor and well-being your ruler. No longer will be violence heard in your land, nor ruins or destruction within your borders. But I will call your walls salvation and high glory to God and your gates praise. The sun will no more be your light by day, nor will the brightness of the moon shine on you. For the Lord will be your everlasting light and your God will be your glory. Your sun will never set again, hallelujah, and your moon wane no more. The Lord will be your everlasting light, and your days of sorrow will end. Then all your people will be righteous, and they will process the land, possess the land forever. They are the shoot I have planted, the work of my hands, for the display of my splendor, that the least of you will become a thousand, and the small, smallest of you will become a mighty nation. I am the Lord. In its time, I will do this swiftly. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Can we just do this? Ah, glory to God. Can we just take our phones off mute and thank God that we can arise and shine for our light has come. And no matter what happens in 2019, no matter what will happen in 2020 when the Lord lets us live, can we just begin to celebrate and give God the glory?
victory in and through him. Amen. Amen. Uh, anybody have uh, a good morning for me? Happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year, y'all. Good Thank morning. You. Happy New Year. This is Leisha. Good morning, Leisha. Happy New Year. Good morning. Good morning, sis. This is Catherine. Happy New Year. Hey, sis. Good morning. Happy New Year. Good morning, sis. Good morning, Dion. This is Barbara. Awesome message. Happy New Year. Hey, Bob. Good morning. Happy New Year. Good morning, Lois. Love you. Hey, good, good morning, bro. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's, family. I love you guys. Good morning. Hey, hey fine girl. Hey. I love you too, child. I love you too. Happy New Year, Sister Yvette. Hey, Yvette. Happy New Year. Good morning, Declare Victory. Good morning. Who is that? This is Brother Chris. Hey, Brother Chris. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year. This Happy is Natasha. New Year. Hi, Tosh. Good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year. Good morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's Krishanda. Hey, Krishanda, good morning. Happy New Year. It's Demetriana. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Demetriana. Good morning. Hey, Nakisha. Happy New Year. Who else? Priscilla, happy New Year. Good morning. Hey, Priscilla. Hey, Cynthia. Good morning. Happy New Year. It's Barb out of Lodi. God bless everybody in 2020. Peace and blessings. Amen. Happy New Year to you, Barb out of Lodi. Happy New Year, Good morning. Happy... Good morning, Happy... family. Hi, Good morning. Hi, Good morning. It's Cassie. Happy New Year. Hey, Cassie. Happy New Year to you, too. Happy New Year to everyone. It's Diane. Happy New Year, Diane. Love you. Love you. Happy more. New Year, Dion. Happy New Year. Happy decade and, and happy day. <laughs> happy Awesome share. I had to run and get my phone from throwing it so many times. But awesome share. What a way to start the new year. 2020, Praise I can clearly now in pursuit. I thank you. This is Sister Rochelle. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Rochelle. Good morning. Happy New Year. This is Tanya. Happy New Year. Good morning. Good morning, Hello. Mrs. Lee. Happy New Year. Hey, Miss Lee. Good morning. Happy New Year to you, too. 
Thank you. You have a blessed one. All of you. <laughs> you too. Thank you. Good morning, Dion. Happy New Year. You have forever. Good morning, Deb. I know you are. <laughs> I know her. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Happy New Year, everybody. Hey, Mama. Happy New Year, right? <laughs> Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Mimi. I'm gonna need you to wake up. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Hilarious! Hilarious! Amen. Happy New Year, anybody? Else? Happy New Year! It's me. Hi. Amen. Anybody else? Amen. Amen. Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary with regard to the share this morning? Yes, I do. Good morning, sister. This is uh, Sister Alicia. You know, I'm absolutely um, grateful for what you shared. You know, I really love your uh, passion and how in depth you go and how real you are and I you know I really love that and what I really um really took to heart in your um declaration when you were talking about being humble because for me I know it's God that did it all for me so how dare I pop my collar and get to acting like I'm better than somebody else I heard a wise person say that God is all that we just some of that you know, mm-hmm. and then I also heard a wise person say, stay low, which means stay humble mm-hmm. and let God elevate you. And then if you mm-hmm. stay low and humble, if you fall, you ain't got that far to go, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm just grateful as I'm looking at my new year, you know, and I was talking with my daughter and she said some things that she wanted to do this year and I said some things I wanted to do and I about all my list, but ultimately, I want to know what God's will is for me, and I want to be doing mm-hmm. that. That's that's the beginning and the end, because that's why I'm mm-hmm. here. I'm called according to His purpose. So that's what I'm trying to do in 2020. So I just want to um, mm-hmm. say blessings to everybody. I pray that y'all have a wonderful day, and that God continues to you know bless us and continue to live within us. So, thank you. Amen. Amen. Good stuff. Thank you for that, Leisha. You're welcome. Amen. Anybody else got questions? It's Krishanda. Um, great declaration this morning. Great way to start off the year. Um, you know, pursuing a pure heart and a pure community. Um just pursuit. I think um, I'm ready. I'm ready. And I, I, I can't wait to look around and look at my tribe and see, see see who's going in with me. 
Thank you for that. I don't want it. You said you don't want it? What'd you say? I don't want it. I don't want no ratchet, raggedy folk around. Get away. You scare me. Right, 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 right. Mm -hmm. God bless. Amen. Bless you as well. And not going to feel guilty about it either. No, ma'am. All right, then. Take care. You drive safe. Hey, sis. Hey. Good morning. Thank you for that. That humble, humble. It's so funny because I've been, uh, humility has just been resonating with me just all of 2019, just from some just life stuff and how we have to remember that we have to stay humble in everything, every situation, because it's all about him and not us. And if we're not humble, we don't want him to humble us. And that's what happens sometimes when we get a little bit beside ourselves and we're not. um, We can boast in the Lord. As as our pastor, Minister Philip says, boast in the Lord. We can do that. And I'm learning how through pain, um, that pride will go away, at least for me. This is my story on today, learning how to turn it over. Like this can says, I'm choosing joy um, so that that pain won't lead to being prideful. And then you think that you've gotten it together. You've gone through things on your own, and it's not our strength. Because his grace really is sufficient. And I'm telling you, I'm, when, I, when I tell y'all on this line that I'm truly understanding what that means, it's his grace that's sufficient for us. It ain't what we say or what we think we know. It's not head knowledge. But we really have to really humble ourselves. That means we have to succeed and we have to walk in love, not light, but in love, so that we can grow and to be those grace givers that we want. We want all these things from him, but are we willing to do it? So, 2020, I thank you for your word this morning. And I'm truly asking y'all to really, really pray just for my family and pray for the family of Brian, my young, I told you, my nephew that was murdered in Atlanta. Just pray because I got a call at 1.30 this morning with my daughter in tears asking me to pray as they're getting ready to go and, um, you know, just review the body. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. And that just hit so hard. We all have had some stuff, but it all goes back to being humble enough so we can stand through this kind of stuff. But I love you beyond to life, and I just thank you for who you've been. I know you're going to get me for this, but you have changed my life this. And I thank you for that, for your boldness and for your transparency. You made me grow up. So um, like you said, um, you can't hang, if you can't really handle it, I, I can't kick it with you. I love you, Sister Mike. <laughs> Amen. I love you more. How about that? I love hey, you sister. and I appreciate you. Hey, darling. Hey, this is Chapter. Hey. I, I know who you is. Y'all be clocking me up. Well, well, stick with me. Um, throughout the, the, the decoration is when you uh, confirmation for me. Well, when you say sometimes you gotta be a straight sucker to be a whole ball, you know. And I thought about that like, wow, that is so true, you know. <laughs> and, and, and for kingdom living, because with the world, they want you know. The, they want to fight back. They want you to fight back. They want to keep you in the in the in the in, in the uh, realm of, of uh, all that evil and fighting and, and distracted. But you know, humanity. You know, to be humble, you gotta be, you got you gotta just take that. You gotta take that so, so things can be healed and 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 overcome some things and you know to forgive and. Uh, 
you what you say forgive like you um like it never happened. Never been married. Mm-hmm. So um all praises to God the confirmation that you gave me through your um declaration this morning. I appreciate you, sis. Amen. Amen. And yep. Sometimes it's sucker. And that's it. Just it's all right. I'll be a sucker for a season in your in your opinion. But what it really is for that about. peace, for that peace, yourself. I'll take it. Yeah, call me yeah, whatever you really like. Good. That was really Amen. good. That because you have like it never happened. That was very good. Mm-hmm. It feel better. What do you, what, uh, Darth Vader? Who, who is Darth? You gonna start to say something? Because if you're not you. <laughs> Amen. Hey, sis. It's Gloria. Hey, Shizala. I, I love you. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I appreciate you. And I appreciate your your declaration this morning. I am, I'm excited about what God is doing. And I know it's not going to come with just all ease and grace, but I just bless God for him already giving us the win. Love you much. And I love you, Dee, Dee for introducing more. me to Declare Victory. <laughs> I like that you said don't throw your weight around also um, and um, that the fight is already finished, so keeping that in front as we go through, that was good too. And that grow up part. Absolutely. You ain't got to. It's just going to hurt more and it's going to cost more. So that's all. I ain't paying nothing extra. I didn't pay it all. I was going to pay, child. I'm cool. Hey, so so for me, you know, it keep up, um, what popped off for me was when you were saying, learn how to walk in your head. I don't know why that is keep on sticking out for me. And I'm like, yeah, it's so true because, you know, that's 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 what I want to do. Learn how to walk in my head. You know, when, when times are things that get heavy and, the, you know, when the spirit is trying to pull me to just sit, you know, no. You know, learn how to walk in that times of when it's heavy, when things are, are, are on you. You know what I mean? That's that's what I want to do. Learn how to walk in my heavy. Anybody else? I just thank God. Hi, this is Pam. Hi, family. Happy New Year. Uh, that was a great share, Pastor, of as usual. And I really liked when um, you – I just thank God for growing me up and continuing to grow. This walk is just so amazing with Jesus. He continues to grow me. And um, so when you had said about um, it's going to be difficult, I remember a time when I saw a pastor. It was like a few years ago. It was like during a New Year service or something like that. And he said – life is hard, life is hard. I remember he had said something like that. And when he said it, where I was in my walk then was, no, it's what I'm going to will it to be. Or it was just something that I just, God just grew me up so much because it was, it was interesting right after that, I went through some very, very difficult times and God has just continued to strengthen me where I'm not even like, I think I had maybe a sense of, I don't know if it's offensiveness or something, but I was just like, no, I'm not, no, it's not hard. It's what you will it to be. Well, I hadn't, 
lived mm-hmm. long enough yet. Like my mom used to say, <laughs> right. keep on living. Keep on living. Yes, but anyway, on. I just praise God. I just praise God for just growing and strengthening me. And I'm just, um, I'm just thankful. So thank you so much for that. Amen. Amen. Look, real to once upon a time, I had that same attitude. That was that old throw your weight around attitude, though, really. If we just keep it 100. You know, that was that old little cocky. I got this. All, all right, got this. <laughs> Amen for humility. Listen, yeah. it costs a lot, but you can never exchange it. You would never lose the lesson of shut up and have a seat. You would never right. lose that. That lesson is the most valuable lesson I have ever mm-hmm. learned in my whole entire life. I got shutting up and sitting down mm-hmm. to a whole science. You understand Love me? Love it. Yes. Amen. And amen. I ain't mad at all. Not even a little bit. It's good. It's kind of fun when I can shut up and sit down. Like, uh, honey, I'm appreciative. Yeah, I thank God for shut up sit down. Mm -hmm. Anybody else got anything? Amen. I got something. Amen. <laughs> oh, hi, Lisa. Hi. <laughs> hi. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So, um, there is a very, very thank you for your declaration. Um, if, if if you listen like me, you can hear this word called juxtaposition. Juxtaposition, yeah, that word. Um, being kind of like on one side, talking about humility, other side, listening and hearing, not being a punk, and being able to speak the truth even at the expense of losing. I think you posted something on Facebook, and I love it because it just happened to me. Being at the expense of being willing to lose a friendship for um, a minute or a season, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but. Well, nevertheless, being able to speak the truth. Sometimes I, I know when when I want to speak up, it's normally in defense of me or my position or 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 uh, opinion, especially when it's according to the word. But I think um, you know it's so wise when we can just kind of just back down and not say nothing, and that's really 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 hard. But what it does is it allows the Lord to fight the battle. Right, because I mean, so much stuff is going on in everybody's head, ours included, that we think we know what's going to help a person, but depending upon their heart posture and where they are, some stuff will not penetrate. Right, even the truth of the word if they're not ready to hear it. So literally, um, a person I was talking to, and we're good friends, and we've been friends for about six, seven, eight, maybe ten years. Um, as soon as I came out of church last night. I saw that they had called me, and so I called them back, um, and I'm thinking, oh, they in good spirits, and they going to wish me Happy New Year, but little did I really know if I had sought the Lord, he would have told me not to call, I believe, right? But I called him back, and he was in good spirits. He was a tipsy, right? And so he started going in on how, you know, he had this revelation of everything he had been going through, and then he just started talking about his wounds and his hurts and stuff that we've been talking through for years, and it hasn't changed, and for, for, for real, I was coming out high from the word, which was good. And so I listened 
Um, but then I started saying, you don't know why. He, they were saying, I don't know why this person does this, this, and this, and that. Well, you know, we've been getting some good healing and teaching for the last six years. Happy birthday, Declare Victory, and Happy New Year to all of us. <laughs> right? We've been getting some good teaching. So I can hear immediately what the issue is. You need to learn how to forgive that person that has offended you and hurt you so deeply and you are so wounded. And I didn't say that because we've been talking about that and they already knew that and in his sober mind. He understood that, but it was still coming out. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. And, and what I should have done, wisdom should have been speaking to me to say, just don't say nothing. But all I was saying was, you know, this person is hurting you because they have been hurt so deeply. And I don't think they ever looked from that perspective, really, because of the hurt that they've been that's been inflicted on them from this particular person. And we say it all the time. It sounds like a cliche: hurting people hurt people. Well, the 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 conversation turned because I got quiet, and and I will shut down in a minute if I'm feeling like I'm not being heard. And so he knows me; he picked up on this, and so he got offended to the extent. And then he started making comments like, "Come down off your high horse." And I was like, but I was up on a high experience just having encountered and getting some revelation from God and some, some instructions to go in in 2020, which is about making preparations and having a plan because you can have vision as much as you want to and have the word, but without a plan, what are you going to do, right? You can talk about losing weight, but without, how are you going to do it? How, how are you going to, anyway, so the word was really good and I was contemplating on that. So just knowing, I'm, what, what's the moral of the story? <laughs> I had to humble myself. I got off the phone, but I was really, I had to tell this person, I'm not going into 2020 um, accepting you talking to me any old kind of way, right? And and trying to shut me down and being, just being really condescending. And so basically, here's the conversation, you and your feelings, that's what he's saying to me. Um, in my feelings, because I'm telling you, I'm not going to let you speak to me any kind of way. And, and I get that you're hurting, right? More of the story. Sometimes <laughs> it's best just to remain silent. But then on the other hand, here's the juxtaposition on that. On the other hand, when we speak our truth, we have to be okay with how people receive it. Right. And when we speak the truth, we have to know when and when not to. And that's wisdom by the Holy Spirit. But when you tell somebody what you're not going to allow, um, I believe we have to mean it. And being able to walk in that, I can say that today. Thank you, guys, because I know this call has helped me. I can say that today and talk to him today and be okay and not be mad. Did he did he hurt some stuff by his words? Because words can't hurt. Yeah. You know, did did he was he insulting? Yeah. Do I have to take that? No. But do I have to still love him? Absolutely. Right. And so I believe that the way that we love people, because right before that, he was saying, you told me something and it was true and it was about his drinking. And when he sobered up, he could think about it. At the end of the day, when people come to themselves and, 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 and I'm not saying that I was absolutely right in this, but if anybody could see the situation, when people come to themselves, they can realize that this person really does care about me enough to tell me the truth at the expense of risking to lose a relationship um, but then if whenever you're ready, right, because I'm getting whole and healed, whenever you're ready, I'm going to be here and I'm still going to love you again like it never happened because that's what love does. It doesn't keep record of wrong. And being able for me, my, my challenge this year is being able to just be silent and know when to speak. I think you said one time before, I should have asked him the question, do you want do you want me to respond or do you just want me to listen? And, and going on and on and on and on, I should have hung up the phone. I just should have been like a bad connection and just 
Listen, can I can I tell you something, Lisa? Yes, this this real talk. Everybody that knows me knows this. Every everybody that knows me, not that has encountered me, but if you know me, you know this. Listen, you can call me if you want to, and be <laughs> negative, nasty. You can do it. Oh, you're welcome. Hey, pick up your phone and child dial my number. I will reinvent your whole life. By the time I finish hanging up on you, I will hang up mid sentence. <laughs> Listen, and you will call me back and I will send you directly to voicemail. And then when you're ready to hear this truth, mm-hmm. baby, I'm going to mow your toes. Well, yeah. I promise on everything that's dear to me. I've been doing it for years. It's real hard for us it to has, free and see the obvious elephant in the room and not speak about it when people talk about they want to be free, right? And then mm-hmm. when they get mad at you because we're speaking truth and we're all truth tellers on here because we hear the truth based according to the word. And it's not in a judgmental way. But I, I believe when you're called to a certain um, – when a certain calling is on you and you have a help and you want to help – um, being very, very mindful that, yeah, the truth is going to come out, and it does hurt. The word is offensive. Mm-hmm. Our lives don't line up mm-hmm. with it. But mm-hmm. it will absolutely make us free. Mm-hmm. Make us free. So, I mean. Listen, there are no apologies in the word of God. He does not yeah. say, I'm sorry, I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> he does, I oh, never say it. It's not. Text me the, uh, the scripture, as my grandma would say. Oh, I promise. You know what? You really, you really will get clicked on. Don't, don't, don't try. Call Dion with that if you want to. You I will hang up on you. My mama, ask my mama. <laughs> now, I listen. My mama, the lady who pushed me out. I will. Ha- if you call me with negative, whatever, child, and don't want to hear nothing. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I'll listen for a minute. Mm-hmm. But let it be too well. Yeah. Let me see what the, let me see what I feel like. Mm-hmm. Listen, my my little brother will start to rant, and he'd be like, "Wait, wait, 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 hold up, hold up, I forgot who I'm talking to." <laughs> uh huh. You had about twelve seconds, huh? And I'm not saying sorry. And if you ask me why, can I tell you a secret? I'm gonna tell you why I hung up in your face, mm-hmm. and I meant to, and I will do it again, and every single time. <laughs> And and I'm not saying that you shouldn't have a space a safe space to mm-hmm. express things that concern you. True. It is never what you say; it is always the spirit in which you say it. Mm-hmm. Right? Because for real, we are moved by. Listen, faith comes by what? Hearing. So if you think you're gonna call me. And you ready to hang yourself? Mm. You think I'm want to be threatened with? That's a death threat to me. You trying to kill me? Right. You don't like me. You don't care about my future. If you want to hang yourself, call the suicide line. Call the call the people whose job it is to talk you off a ledge. Now mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I don't have imp- empathy or compassion because I do, but there is a difference between a complaint. Right? And the petition. Right. When you want to be well, you speak from the place of being well. And I'm not saying that days don't come where life doesn't hurt. I'm not saying that. But you select. There are people who you know will hold you accountable for your words. See, when you want to get healed, 
You will do whatever it takes to put yourself in an atmosphere where people will push you into progress, not pity. Even if it hurts. Even if it hurts, and it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. I can call Tanya and be like, okay, you got a minute? I got to get this out. Mm-hmm. That's the announcement at hello. Yes. We we know. I could call Lisa and be like, okay, I need to I need to say this real quick because it's it's not like things don't bother my natural man, but I thank God for safe relationships that will say, okay, now let's consider it this way, right? Let let's. I, I had a situation a couple of weeks ago, um, and one of my sisters texted me something, and and my ears got hot as fire. You hear me? Because, you know, I'm, I'm not that nice all the time, right? In my natural state, in Jesus' name. Man. And so I fussed. I fussed real hard. And then I fussed at the person that was the corporate of my ears being hot. Mm. I allowed them to express whatever it was. When you want to be well, you forgive real fast. But you also make active decisions. We we gonna go as far as we gonna go together, and that's it. But I know who you, I know where you go. I'm gonna sit you right here, right? And not not from a place of mad or mean, but from a place of I'm identifying people who have hearts like my heart, mm-hmm. right? My heart is for kingdom, even when it ain't fair, even when it don't feel good. Even when it ain't fun, even when it means that I have to be in a cave for a while, even whatever the case, people who understand that and can deal with that, we going all the way. But the rest of them, and you gotta do, you gotta do that. You gotta know how to protect your environment that it is conducive and healthy for growth. Don't nobody plant new seed in rocky soil. You can't expect to get something different if you keep doing the same thing. And if you continue to be a trash can for somebody to dump into without dumping off that trash, listen, um, I refuse to go backwards. Yeah, and that's all. It's just a, it's a decision. Living well is a choice, y'all. Really, Being healthy is a choice. It's a decision, an active one. Amen. And I, Anybody I, else? Thank you for that. I'm sorry. No, that's good. I was just going to share. I think it's good, too, because God, if, you know, God has a calling on that person's life, then that's going to get that person closer to who they are supposed to be around and equipped with. You know what I'm saying? So I -hmm. see it, too, as a blessing and like just like moving, continuing to move forward, recognizing what is, you know, to be around you. But then that person, too, has they're one step closer, you know, praying for him and that they'll be connected to you know, who God has called for them to be connected to. Right. And then not only that, but whether or not you know it, when when you are honest with people, you you really, even if they don't like it, and even if they cut you off, that's cool. Be willing to risk a relationship for a season to bless a person for a lifetime. Every single time you pacify foolishness, what you do is you you uh, applaud the behavior. Nope. Honey, get away from me. Hey, Dion. Mhm. Another thing we I I know I saw it before where they say everybody needs somebody to vent. 
So you got to be careful with that, too. You got to really be careful what you allow. Lisa, thank you for that reminder, too, because people will dump on you and then be mad at you because you're reshifting the conversation with a click or a truth teller. And like you said, it's easy to say, well, we should have, could have done in that instance. But sometimes you're right. You know what that person needs um, to, to be delivered from or whatever. But a lot of times, I've had a lot of people mad at me lately because, like, I'm getting the click like Dion, or I'm not responding to the text messages that. Stop what you're doing right now because I need to vent about or I'm mad. That's not my your 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 anger at somebody else. I don't need to hear that. Like you said, you're having mm-hmm. a good day. You hide from church from the word, and here they come with this. No sir, no ma'am. I'll I'll get back to you at a later date or maybe not. Or I'll pray for you and hope you get it. And again, it's not mm-hmm. a it's not a pride thing. It's like we have to grow up so that we're not allowing other people to dump their toxic stuff on us, and that's not healthy either. So we're all walking around wounded and hurt with other people's stuff because we don't know how to click on them. Oh, that's a good one, huh? Let's click on them. (laughs) (laughs) Baby, she will hang up on you so fast. You'll be like, now, did you hang up on me? Absolutely. And if if the conversation continues in that vein, guess what I'm going to do? Hang up on you again. I need you to be clear. Well, why? Uh-huh. You, do, now, do you do you want me to expound upon why? For real? <laughs> do you? Because if you want to hear the details, we can do that too. It's up to you. You got your you got your steel toe boots anywhere handy? Put them on. Let's get healed. <laughs> Let man or not? Because because sometimes people not ready. Not yeah, true. I, I've had folks tell me, okay, I'm I'm not ready. Okay, when, you, when you're ready, how at your girl? It's good. I understand. No worries. I am not tripping, and I love you. Mm-hmm. I don't like where you at. I hate that you're there, but I'm not going with you. I I I can't. Tr- I'm not packing my bag. I'm not to do that, honey. That that's the law. Nope. <laughs> Not this year. Not last year either, though. You know, I've been hanging up. I've been hanging up on folks for a long time. I ain't sorry either. (laughs) Amen. Anybody else have anything? Yeah, this is Carla. I just want to say that is right on Dion, Lisa, and just boundaries. Because, um, and I always tell, I say this all the time, and it, I didn't used to be like that. I would listen to people dump and say stuff, and, and I'm telling you, God started dealing with me. Because you have everything that you allow, right? So we have mm-hmm. to set boundaries. And if there's a book, and I always to share it with everybody, and it's called Boundaries. And it's just called Boundaries. And it mm-hmm. really, really helped me shift, like about maybe eight years ago. and it's it's really important to understand that, you know, your mental health, right, is just as important as your spiritual, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you can't you can't bless people unless your 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 mind and everything is right. So when you come out of church, you're fired up because God is getting ready to send you into something great and grand and he knows that things these things are gonna happen. But if you continue mm-hmm. to do the same thing, that you've been doing, and that is allowing people to come and dump or say things to you. Um, 
you you will keep doing the same. You end up in the same with the same result, basically. Mm-hmm. And I just had to do that just two, three weeks ago. I'm with you, Dion. I will hang up on you. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Talk to you yep. later. When you get ready, let me know. Mm-hmm. Right? Not today. And, because, and I had, but I had to get there because when you're not there, people will and they'll drag you and drag you and drag you and you be wondering, why am I so heavy? Because mm-hmm. you're carrying around junk that God didn't call you to carry around. He said, yep. give it to him. So you, mm-hmm. you dumping on me is not gonna get is not giving it to him. I'm just getting heavy, right? And mm-hmm. then you're wondering why you when you're trying to get those breakthroughs and you're trying to pray and you're like, oh my God, like I'm really and I had to really I was finding myself being sick because of yeah. that kind of stuff. And so we just really gotta take care of our minds and our hearts and um all of us, you know, when you're praying, you know, that's supposed to be a release. Not supposed to be a burden, and God is faithful. And I just want to say, you know, thank you guys for just being honest and real, because being this that is the freedom. And when we are honest and real, the people that love you and the people they may not understand at that moment, but you'll have those times they'll come back. I've had many people come back and say, "I am so sorry. I didn't realize that I was doing this." Or years later, like. So don't worry about that part, as Dion was saying. Yeah. And I start saying that. That's so funny. That part, right? Because mm-hmm. that part is sometimes the part of that, that releases them to freedom. Mm-hmm. So with that, I'm just going to back on out of here. But you guys, I love you. And 2020 is just going to be amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing. And, yes, you got it. Listen, you got it. You are the determining factor in your own future. Nobody else. Nobody else has the power to push you into purpose and process or progress um, without your permission. It's, it's time for us to take a hold of the truth of our lives and grab a hold of it in such a way that it makes people um, want more from even where they are. Right. Let's be selfish enough, and and I said selfish very intentionally. Let's be selfish enough not to allow somebody to take away um, from who God called us to be. You will not throw up on me in 2020. Okay. No vomiting on Dion. Amen. Keep no vomiting to yourself. Ask Ask Rabanda about that vomit. <laughs> hey, wait a quick, quick question, Dion, because I was just thinking sure. as everybody was as you was talking. Um, but for me, it seems I be, I noticed that um, with the complaining, a lot of times. But see, I also know like it's people do come always. It seems with complaining, like but it be usually with um. For instance, let me give you an example: the street ministry when we out there sometimes. You know, when you pray, you know, pray for them, and sometimes they would um just release on you, you know, of course, with the complaining of, you know, why and all that. So I took, I take those times to, to try to um, just let them know to, that's, that's what to go to God in prayer for, that, you know, that's what God want to help you with. That's what we want to deliver you from, those type of things. But even, like, even let's say if a, 
uh, brother or you know or, or whatnot come and complain, I tend to do I tend to listen and take it differently because. Um, like you, Lisa, I don't want them to think like I'm on some high horse because before I have been told, you know, they have been told, God, you know, like you, you pick God, every, everything I say, you know what I'm saying, you always want to connect to God. So I didn't want, I had dialed, dialed down a little bit on, on, um, you know, on like the conversation, I just left them, I just more been listening. So for me, I, I feel like I've been taking it in. So I was just listening to you guys say, I was like, wow. Um, I thought that's what, I didn't tell like we want to go around take everybody complaints. But I thought that that was the love. That's how we showed love. So I was just, just trying listen, to get a little bit Honey, don't you let the devil oh. trick you into thinking that's how, that's not the truth. It's not the truth. <laughs> now, listen, <laughs> let me explain. Before, before I hang up on you, I'll give you room to dial it back. But, but how do you do that? You ask questions that they answer themselves, right? And so there's a difference between somebody complaining or dumping on you and uh, uh, between you leading them because you don't want to Jesus nobody to death. I used to be her, right? Exactly. You, you, you don't want to um, freak people out with your identity. Not How at do all, you right? Lead people? No, no. You you lead people to the truth of God's word by living that out loud, right? So you live it out loud because with asking them questions. Okay, so I understand the problem. The question you have to ask yourself is now what? Mm. Right? Now, do you do you want to resolve the problem? Or do you want to stay there? You you tell me what we're doing. And so the majority right. of the time, yeah. Do 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 you want to be right? Like, is this is this about you, or is this about resolution? Because at the end of the day, I'm not gonna ever bring a problem um, without having some type of a solution in the back of my mind. And even if I don't have a solution in the back of my mind, I'll even say. Um, I, I just need to process this out. Right. You know, Sometimes that's I, I just need to. Yeah, I just need to, to. Yeah, I need to do the work of of getting this out of me. You know, because I got I got stuff going on. I'm you know trying to figure it out. And you know sometimes you're just frustrated with the situation in that moment, right? But but we again. You know, I don't, I don't mean any harm, but if we, we can't get to a solution, if you were just letting some stuff out, which is fine, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool to, to be able to get some stuff out of you, but at the end of the day, I want a solution. Right. Period. I, I, want, I want a whole solution. I do not want to be bothered with no whole bunch of wine wine, child. Down somewhere with that. Mm-mm. And there's a difference with people that you're ministering to on the streets that you have no relationship with. Because right, right. That's what said that, yeah. Around and you don't know the story. This story I've been hearing, I've been hearing it for 10 years, however long wow. I've known the person, right? At some point when you're growing um, and you're speaking truth from a place of now you getting healed and being whole, that person, like I said before, may not necessarily because of what's going on in their lives and them refusing to do the work of getting healed, and it's no no um, 
it's, it's not a, a I'm not speaking down against that person, but but people just don't um, do the work. We just don't do the work. I mean, I can speak for myself, knowing that for for a very long time, I just didn't know how. Um, had no idea it would be found in um, my tribe and in my community and in the ability to be transparent, but God knew, right? So I believe he makes preparation. He gives us opportunity, um, but it's after us to pursue and go after it. He's already given it to us. We just got to lay hold of it. So I believe this month is going to be um, awesome for us to, to learn how to help ourselves and then help others to, to pursue after happiness. Really, the pursuit of happiness really is only found in Christ. And this person that I'm speaking about, he's a born-again believer. He speaks the word. He wants to teach the word. So he knows the word. Um, that all being said, if we're not applying it to our lives, D.D., you say this all the time, if we don't do it and we don't live it, how can we expect to see the manifestation of its promise? And God's word is not a lie or a joke or a cliche or just some cute thing. It's not. It's our life as believers. It's how we should govern our lives as believers. And the more that our lives line up with the word, the more that we will see what he's promised to us. And I'm not saying this is out of works and doing. It is just a reality. It's part of that reaping and sowing. It's part of that if you do this, then you shall. It's part of that being obedient to what he said. And that obedience thing has become such a bad word, even for believers, that, yeah, um, yeah man. So, yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anybody else have anything before we get ready to wrap up this two minutes after eight? Um, You love the word this morning. Did I get it right? You got it right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Come on. Amen. <laughs> you goofy. <laughs> Amen. Well, we thank you for being part of our tribe, Iman. And I thank God that the word blessed you. I love you too. Okay, I missed that part, Mona. Tell me what she said. She said, I love you too. It helps me. Amen. She said, I love it too. It helps me. That's what she said. I believe, yeah. Amen. 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 Anybody else before we go? I just want to say something. This is Priscilla. Strong women of God. Hey. Strong women of God, moving up to this table. It is, uh, God said to me this morning, this is uh, walking, walking it out, walking out the faith. And this is the works that we're talking about, the works that we're to work toward. And it's going up to a table um, of a tribe, as you guys say, of the women that are Eating and men meet constantly, um, and it is it is uh, incredibly refreshing to stand firm on such a strong foundation 
incredibly challenging, but yet I'm up for the challenge. Actually, I'm ready. And dealing with my own stuff first, because that's where he's got me. And it's not an easy place. And when I was listening to the sisters, because I had questions as you guys were having the conversation about the various people who had come to you for whatever reason and were dumping or or um, having negative conversations and um, how to minister through that. Um, we all have to check our tribe around us, and it made me think as I'm listening who was around me. I started, you know, the people's uh, visual face came to my head, and the conversations that I know that I'm having with them currently and how I'm governing that according to the word of God and my posture and my position and for myself and where I need to go to. So it was a whole lot of goodness as we walk into 2020 and, and walking this out um, and getting it as right as we can. And I just say, thank you. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do this. <laughs> and um, I just appreciate it. Just a lot, a lot, but good. And, and at the same time, um, confirmation. Because, you know, there are times when you're on the phone and you're just, you're, you're turning on the inside. You're, you're um, screaming on the inside. It's almost like something saying, let me out of this conversation. What do I, you know, you're screaming. I, don't, I can't explain it. There's pain. And um, because you're taking on something that someone else is saying and you're thinking that you're ministering. Um, in reality, um, that's not what's going on at all. They're, you're allowing them to be toxic and dump on you, and and mm -hmm. and you're taking on that toxic that toxicness of it, and it, it it's painful. It hurts, and mm -hmm. then it weighs you down, and you walk away thinking, "Wow, you know what, God, Jesus," and 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 then your your whole day, your your whole morning has shifted or your whole afternoon has shifted mm. and you're having to work through that process to get rid of that. Mm. Um, <laughs> and then the enemy will tell you that, you know, that's the sacrifice. That's, 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 that's the, uh, you know, all day long we are, we are given over to sacrifice. I can't think of that verse. I'm sure you guys know it. All day long, you 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 die. You die to yourself. I mean, he'll tell you some crap like that. He'll twist the the word of God on you and make you believe this is the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> nope. Because you don't because you don't know no better yourself. Oh, God, he'll bring it out right on declare victory. I was just about to say, stop talking about me. But look at God, he'll bring the truth out. He'll bring the truth out. You know? Yeah. No. All good. All good. So I just wanted to say that, you know, um, yeah, I can't wait to see my grown-up self. That's what I <laughs> Look, girl, <laughs> listen, we all say it. I, I remember when uh, I was in the season of learning, and I thought I was past that part. I mean, I was feeling like I was about six months in the spirit. I said, ooh, we got a long way to go. I got on diapers and crawling around and I'm thinking I'm past X, Y, Z. 
you know, every now and then, somebody that has um, sought my, like, mentoring services, and, you know, I remember her initial conversation, and we, years into it, and this, this, are we still having the same conversation? Like, hold up. I'm not, I ain't telling you nothing new. What 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 do you what do you need? And this happens all the time. It's not an isolated incident. You know what I mean? It's not just one single person. It's people, and a lot of it. And especially if you spend a lot of time by yourself. If you spend a lot of time by yourself, I just need to tell you, you are in danger of hurting yourself. Right? When you are in your own counsel and you're not in good space, you really kind of play yourself out of your healing. So I want to encourage everybody. For real, notice that anytime the Lord begins to give an instruction on progress or momentum or forward motion or even a battle or a victory, it is inclusive. They're all, it, he never just kills one person that they can win a thing. The only incident you'll see that in is when David beat Goliath, but there were still people around. Listen, he was around enemies in his own camp that called his business little, that told him he sucked, that told him, what you trying to bring us, what you want? You left your little sheep to come bring us something to eat? But guess what they had to do? They were still, quote unquote, the people of God, and they had to witness his victory from his single place, right? And so in that instance, because there's a difference between being hidden and being isolated, David was hidden to learn how to fight to get to victory. But some of us isolate ourselves and call it hidden. It's not that ain't real. So you, you got to ask the Lord, use wisdom, and have sound, solid counsel. So with Amen. that said, y'all, um, thank you, Priscilla, for sharing. Um, and thank you all for hearing. My prayer is that you have not only an amazing year, an amazing decade, and you surround yourself with amazing people, and you have amazing expectations, and that you begin to walk in such a way, in that righteousness, with the, that, put that coat on, right, and, and begin to declare the works of he who sent you uh, with vigor. Amen. All right, y'all, well, I'm going to start my day. I got some business. And we will hear, um, there is Archer Circle, uh, it's not Archer Circle until next week. Um, I'm going to let you guys enjoy your family and celebration and all of that. So I will uh, hear you guys next Wednesday. Uh, and I will hear you guys in the morning. We will not be having a fast day today. I want everybody to be able to, you know, celebrate with their family and stuff. Love y'all. Yeah. Love you guys. Love you. Love you. Love you. Enjoy your day. Love you, everybody. Love you. Love you. Love you. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thanks. Bye bye.